so someone actually asked me recently like how do you know it wasn't a dream and like there's actual fear like I still like if I'm near the woods and like if my friends are dropping me off late at night like I live right across the street from like this huge plot of land I still I do not let them leave because I'm nervous Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanigato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that wants to be a part of the show, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can reach us at oplpodcast at gmail.com or just visit our website, oplshow.com. Yeah, and if you want to join our Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash oplshow. You get bonus weekly episodes uh, that are behind-the-scenes episodes of the upcoming episode that week, so you'll know what topic we're going to be discussing, and you get to kind of see us prep for the conversations. Uh, and you will automatically be part of our Helping Other People initiative uh, where each month we give a portion of the patreon funds to a charity or a charitable venture so in the past we've given back to previous guests that we've had on the show that needed help in some way uh, we did a children's charity where joe and i went shopping and got like six hundred dollars worth of toys and baby clothes so each month we do a different thing and your patreon contribution helps go to that so check that out at patreon.com slash opl show and today we are excited to speak with a woman who reached out explaining how she has a vivid memory of her past life and even knows that she got killed in this past life. And this is a super interesting topic as there's I guess, so many varying beliefs around past lives or reincarnation. And ultimately, it's one of those theories that can't necessarily be proven or disproven, I guess you could say. So we're excited to chat with someone who claims to have these memories that make her certain of a past life. So thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, of course. So let's start from the, I guess, beginning of your memories in the sense that you knew these memories were different and that you knew you were having memories from not your current life, but a past life. Right. So when I was like three or four, like it freaked out my family because I told them about this memory when we were on the way home from like a graduation party. It was like late at night, dark out, raining, super ominous. Um, and I was basically like, I remember a time when I was with my other family before you guys. And they were like, what? What do, what do you mean by that? And I was like, well... I was like with my other family and we were on a camping trip and they told me to start running. We were like around the campfire. So I was confused and I just started running and I was too afraid to look back at what we we're running from, but I was trying to catch up with them, but I was too little. So I couldn't keep, uh, keep up with them. And by the time they turned around, they were like too far away to like turn back and get me. So they kept running. And I was slowing down, and the last, like, memory I have before going out was just looking at the sky, and then all of a sudden, it just cuts out. Wait, and... so you were four years old when you had this memory? Yes, I was. And you, it's still, like, vivid to you? You could still see it in your head? Kind yes. Of? Yes. If people ask me all the time, they're like, well, what do you, do you remember it? And, like, yes, I remember, like... It was like moonlit, I, like the fire was like illuminating the trees around us. Like I remember exactly like what it looked like. 
um, which is super weird because I read more into it because like, I don't want to say I was like ashamed of this, but like, this isn't a normal thing. Like this isn't something everyone remembers. So I would like look into it and not a lot of people like are able to remember it past like 10 apparently, but because it was such like a weird conversation for my family to have, we like, they told my family like extended like my aunts and uncles and cousins so like we've been talking about it for so long that like I still remember the exact memory like I remember which seat I was sitting in in the car we had at the time like it's very specific and you remember faces and what everyone looks like um not my like the family before this what a weird thing to say the family before this I don't remember their faces but I remember like having a mom and a dad and siblings it's fuzzy on how many siblings there were, but I know I had one brother and one sister, but there could have been more, but I know there's at least those. But like in this life, I have three siblings, so I know it's not this life. Like, if that makes sense. I don't know if it does. But. Okay. Yeah. Do you, are there feelings kind of related to these memories? Like, how do you know that these people were your family in, in this memory? Um, Because, so someone actually asked me recently, like, how do you know it wasn't a dream and like that's like that's like a fair argument like a fair point but like there's actual fear like I still like if I'm near the woods and like if my friends are dropping me off late at night like I live right across the street from like this huge plot of land I still I do not let them leave because I'm nervous that it's dark out and like I'm vulnerable like it's like this fear still behind it um like the family aspect of it though like i i like remember yelling for them like each individually i don't i remember screaming mom and dad but i can't remember my siblings names Hmm. but yeah like it's i don't know how to explain it. i don't know how to put it into words but like it's a more like family relationship feeling like if your mom were to walk away from you in a store when you were little like that's what it felt like yeah so i think to like help put this in context is when we got this email i kind of immediately did research to just kind of see like and no offense but like is there something what like what is really worth talking about and kind of diving into here you know with this person because a lot of people will just say this is a dream or this is a distorted memory and you know, I did look into kind of accounts similar to this. And what was really interesting was kind of what you just said was one, it's interesting how young you were when you had this memory. And, you know, I think that this is kind of a phenomenon that does puzzle, like even the scientific community, I guess you could say. And uh, according to, it was a doctor named Jim Tucker. He's the director of the University of Virginia Division of Perceptual Studies, whatever that is. Uh, but said that as children begin to gain better verbal skills, and it's usually around the 35-month mark, uh, they notice a lot of children will just randomly discuss events that happened, you know, in a past life, or they'll talk about previous family members, and like 75% of them, and this is a very young age, will talk about how they died in their last life, uh, which was really interesting. And like 70% of those, it's some unnatural means like, murder suicide or combat or something like that so that was like whoa like now there's studies specifically about kids and 
you didn't say in the email, I don't think that you were four. So it's interesting how it's that age where most of us don't carry over any memories from that age. And now there's like three and four year olds out there talking about like, Hey mom, like, I know I'm just learning to talk, but, uh, I got murdered before by my other dad. Like, that's really interesting. Let me just get this out there. Just so you guys know, I have a weird, not a phobia, but a fear of like little demon children from movies and shit. <laughs> so like I'm trying to picture having a son be three years old and being like, oh, by the way, I got stabbed and killed like at my lap. I'd be like, bro, you're out. Sorry. <laughs> and I, was, I just have to put him outside because adoption. That, that, that sounds so scary, but that is interesting. I didn't know that. You said what? 75% of what it's, was the number? Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I'd have to pull up this study. It says 75% of them will talk about... Oh, no, it was 75% talk about how they died in their last life. I think that's 75% of children who Come do forward, talk yeah. about like past lives or have these vivid memories. And uh, the the what's really interesting, I pulled out this excerpt, I guess. There's one of the most notable stories, and I don't know if you've heard this. It's someone named James Leininger. And it says, soon after his second birthday, James started having horrible nightmares about a fatal airplane crash. When his parents asked him about these terrors, he told them he was a pilot whose plane had been shot down. And he offered up, like, striking details, like the name of the aircraft carrier and the first and last name of the friend who was on the ship with him. And his parents were shocked because his statements ended up having, like, a ton of similarities to a pilot also named James uh, who died during World War II. So it was like 50 years before baby James was born. What? And there's videos on this, and you can go you know, see this, where he's even saying, like, no clue where these memories came from. I was like two years old, and I just started spewing details about uh, like a World War II like plane and aircraft carrier with names and details and it ended up really matching up with the story so you know again like take that for what it's worth but uh, to my point before is when we did receive this email and even just doing some research it's like okay this is something a lot of other people you know have experienced over time and are experiencing so uh really interesting to now be talking to someone who feels like they too have i guess such a vivid memory from a young age that is actually a memory that you believe is from a past life also just to bring it back like you know as greg said before a lot of people just can be like oh this is a dream that you had when you were a kid and now you know blah 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 but assuming in your adult life you have dreams so you can kind of tell the difference can you kind of go into exactly like the differences between these two things where this memory seems to stick with you way more than the others and like why yeah, so so like if I I actually luckily remember all my dreams. I have a bunch of friends that can't remember them at all. Um, so like in my dreams, everything is very like fifteen seconds, and then it's a new dream. Like it's very it's very quick, and like I am able in my dreams, like I'm able to identify it's a dream. I don't know if it's because, like, now that I'm older and, like, time has gone by, like, I'm able to recognize that. Like, if something scary happens, I'm able to be like, this is a dream, wake up. Um, But because, like, I have had nightmares before and, like, I just don't like waking up scared in the middle of the night. Um, But, like, the difference between it is, like, I can remember every moment of that 
um, memory from my past life, like in particular, I can't remember names or faces, but I can remember like the layout of the campsite. I can remember that we're all sitting around the campfire. I can remember like exactly what it looked like where I tripped that like slowed me down. Um, I can like, there's like a, if I'm going to explain it to you, like where I tripped, it's like, there's a log right in front of me with like a bunch of moss on it and like those tall, tall trees. And like, you can see the sky through the trees and it's, I don't know how to put it into words. And like, I'm the type of person that's like, well, if you're not going to believe me, it's okay. Like, it's no big deal. You don't have to, but like, I know that it's real in my, in my heart and head. And, like, mm. another thing that, like, really confirmed it was, like, I went to a psychic one time, and she was, like, super spot on with everything, and basically, like, before I went, like, my mom was, like, the only way I'm going to know this is real is if she, like, tells you I'm worried about you, like, you're growing up, and, like, you're the last kid in the house, and sure enough, when I got there, she was, like, you need to stop fighting your mom on everything. She's worried about you. Stop trying to leave. Like, she wants you to be there for her. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And then, like, a few minutes later, she was like, you remember your past life, don't you? And I was like, I'd never told anyone before. Like, I told a few people before when I was little. But you know how kids are. They're little shits. And they're like, you're lying. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> so I was like, I'm not telling anyone again. No. Um. So she was like, you remember it? And I was like, yeah, I do. And she was like. I'm going to try to describe it to you, like, what I get from it. And you don't have to tell me if it's true or not. But, like, this is what I see. You're young and you're running from something and it's dark out. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I can't believe how real this is getting and how much she actually knows. It was, like, terrifying to actually hear someone confirm it because I like put it on the back burner for just so long. Cause I was like, it's whatever. But, how, yeah. how, how old were you in the dream? Do you remember like around what age were you around a similar age? Like, like four or were you like a teenager? What? Like it, from the memory? Yeah. Like in, in the memory, like how old do you think you were? I, I know I was young because I like, I couldn't keep up with my family. Like my legs were too short. Like I was hollering for them to come back and i like i remember the site like a, when you think of a campsite now you're like oh an rv but like no it was the green tents that you would see from like the olden days that people would camp in so i think that it was from like the early 1900s wow like and before camping became commercialized if you know what mm -hmm. i mean all right um and i don't mean to like make an assumption but i feel like in those days people were like if the youngest gets killed it's just sorry but like we have more things to do like <laughs> that's what i feel like it was like so i wouldn't be surprised if it was just like my family was like we gotta we gotta get away because like i i could tell you like i know i got killed by something i don't know if it was a mountain lion or if it was a bear i know it was something that could run fast do you resent your parents for leaving you? Like, if, if this memory is so strong, do you have any feelings towards your parents? Like like you just said, maybe they were just like, oh, if the youngest gets eaten by this bear or something, go for it. Uh, but does that actually give you any feeling? Like, why would my parents do that to me? 
Yeah, the, I definitely think stuff like that. It's like I went, when I said it to my mom, she was like, "I am so sorry your parents did that to you." I was like, "It is okay. Like I'm here now, and like I have a good family now." But it's like, what the hell? What kind of parents are you to just keep running, <laughs> trying to fight it off, whatever it was? Um, it doesn't like. It, of course, it like is like a little like scary to think of i'm sure for a lot of other people this conversation would be really scary to think of because it's like a past life and that means probably reincarnation is real but now that i'm with a good family i don't really feel any way towards it i was gonna ask like when you have this sort of experience and you you know in your heart you believe like this is 100 percent real this is a past life like what does that kind of do for your whole view on life like do you believe that like in reincarnation like now you're like okay we're gonna die and then come back as a different person yeah so actually i wanted to kind of talk about this which is kind of perfect um so when i went to the psychic she was like so now that you know that like your whole idea of reincarnation is real do you have any questions i was like well i look into it a lot like it used to be like this whole like not burden but i feel like everyone that's one of their biggest fears and so I look into it a lot. And one of the things that I found was that you should look at life as like an 80 year old classroom. You're here on this earth to prepare, to not prepare, but to do something. Everyone has a purpose and you learn all these things during those, maybe not, not everyone lives that long, but like over, over time, um, you learn as many lessons as you can and eventually you just learn them all and you don't come back and you're an angel and like it's a whole nother thing well i said that to the psychic and she was like you are extremely correct she was like if i'm being honest with you she was like i don't see you coming back for more than one more lifetime i think that you've nearly learned all your lessons like she was like a lot of more people are like newer souls she was like you're an old soul and it was pretty cool to hear because she that like before then she was like, your purpose here is to guide people. And I actually just switched my major from business to psychology because I really want to help people. Hmm. I like want to help people like me, like my family is like full of mental illness and stuff. So I would like to learn a little bit more and like be able to, I'm, I'm a very empathetic person and I'd like to be able to like help more people I don't know too much about the mental illnesses in my family. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting choice because traditionally wouldn't the field of psychology disagree with what you're saying or try to put a science or a reason behind, you know, kind of what you're experiencing and would never say, oh yeah, that's evidence of a past life. Or is it just that you're going in for just more personal reasons? I'm like, I'm going more so for personal reasons and because like I want to work at a high school and help kids through like, uh, when I was in high school, I, I'm sure a lot of kids like they're not doing great with their mental health. They need someone to talk to. Mm. So I want to be able to be that person. And I don't think my spiritual beliefs should be able to get in the way of that. Like I, I know science, I believe in science. I definitely have spiritual beliefs somewhat though yeah i don't know yeah. 
it's a really yeah no it's a it's a really interesting view and i think of you know way to look at it of like you said like there there is just something about the idea of reincarnation i guess just the idea of a cycle of birth then death then birth then death like it just feels orderly i guess like there's something about a systematic format um you know kind of of the cycle that's it just feels like neat like you can wrap your head around it uh but i did want to ask talking about reincarnation do you then believe in karma i guess in a more like true buddhist sense which is to say like the actions that you perform in this life or your intentions like will have an effect on the next life like if you get a good life if you get a life with a lot of you know struggle like the, do you think that one life what you do in one life matters for the next life that you get totally i i totally believe in karma and all that kind of stuff like i know there's a lot of research on like people on the internet have said that like murderers in jail will pass away and like become animals so they can't actually talk and they just watch and learn I, I don't know how true that is, but I know there's specific things similar to that idea. But there's also, I'm sure, souls all over the, this earth that have gone through bad things or done bad things that are just people now. Um, I think everyone's just given what they're, they know that they can deal with. They know that they can work through. Mm-hmm. And if, I think everyone is set up with a life that they are able to make better if it it starts out not that great because like my dad for example when he was younger his parents both worked it was seven kids they weren't the richest but they made the best of what they had he has been like he found my mother started working at the family business that my um, grandparents owned at like 16 like he made the best of what he could and like he's still doing great like he's still in that mindset of like i started with a bad thing and i'm ending with a good thing Mm. and i'm like that's a great way to look at it because that's what you did like i feel like everyone has the potential to change good uh bad to good sorry (laughs) so i guess it has sort of you know I, I don't know if I would even say skewed because I feel like I don't remember anything when I was like three or four years old. So I think this is like all you've ever really known. Like, has it been weird to hear people have conversations about, uh, you know, life after life after death or the possibility or whatever, when you kind of have this thing inside of like, you feel like you have some insider info in a way. Yeah. Um, Cause you said before, like of- you mentioned it when you were younger and everyone's like, Oh, shut up. Like you're lying. Uh, yeah, like a bunch of kids are like, oh, please, like you're lying. Because like every my family, though, my family believed me. My family was like, damn, okay, like we'll, we'll keep this in mind type thing. And a bunch of kids when you're little, there's rude and don't care. But as I got older, I was like, oh, there's other people like there's I don't know if you've ever heard of the story, but there's a kid that was able to remember his life from his past life who killed him, where his body was. And they were able to figure out like the whole entire crime scene because he remembered it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I'm getting off track. I completely forgot where I was going with that idea. 
Um, but my sister, she's like, I just think once you die, it's just like nothing. You don't, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, you're so, you're totally subjected to believe that. That's your opinion. Um, but like the people, I'm Catholic personally, and everyone there thinks you're going to heaven and like it's just death and you see the light and you go straight there. And I'm sure the afterlife is different for everyone. I also know a bunch of people that think it's like subjective to everyone Mm -hmm. that if like you, like if I was like, Oh, my idea of like my happy place is like a field with like a bunch of flowers. Like that's where it is for you. But like, I personally believe reincarnation until you learn all your lessons. Hmm. So I want to ask because, you know, I think also just thank you for coming on and talking about this because, you know, it's guests like you who have, you know, that confidence to come on a platform like this where this is one of those topics that it it triggers people, right? Like that level of certainty that you have of, you know, the, your answer to the question, what happens after we die? Like that conviction and certainty triggers people in a lot of ways. I think it, it also gives people a lot of hope and you know i know there's you know books of people who are like in comas and talking about meeting god or going to heaven and you know something like that comes out these personal stories and it just always seems so divisive like wow this is amazing i'm going to use this book to strengthen my own faith or spirituality and use this as an example of you know what's to come and people who are like either this is utter bullshit or they're confused and they get mad at the person for even kind of putting that out there. And the, the term that I found in doing some research, like the, the psychology term was called confabulation, which is like, I guess just general memory error or distortion or like a misinterpretation of memories. So there is a lot of like science behind even things like deja vu and dreams and, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who believe like, no, this is like what she's talking about, even if she's not lying. Like, it's important to distinguish that, like, it's not lying if the person truly believes it. But there's people out there who are going to think like there's she's just misinterpreting this or this is just something that we can't quite explain in the brain that's making her believe this. And do you ever give any consideration to that as a possibility or are you in your mind just positive that these are clear memories from your past and that is just how you're going to continue moving forward in life? I'm pretty positive. If like, if a scientist was able to be like, this is what I think happened. This is like, here is my theory. And it just matched up perfectly. I'm not the type of person to be like, you're wrong. I'm right. I totally don't think that Mm -hmm. if you're able to just change my mind, you're able to change my mind. Um, but like moving forward i i know what i remember um i have a very good memory i don't know if that helps like i don't forget much um i actually you said deja vu that just reminded me i get deja vu all the time so i don't know if it's because of like i just have small memories of things happening from past lives i don't know i think that could be part of it too um like I'll just, I'll be sitting in a seat and I'll hear someone say something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, just, I feel like I remember someone like, like who said it exactly said it just like that. I don't know. It's a lot of people feel that way. 
What do you think deja vu is then? It's like I, like reliving a moment that you've had in your past life? Yes. I do think that's what deja vu is. I mean, I'm sure I've heard a bunch of my friends say specific sentences before, but some situations are too specific that it's like, that couldn't have happened. And <laughs> it's just like a little, a little too much for me to believe that I already saw it. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, like it's, you know, and then someone like you who just does seem so level-headed is going into the field of psychology uh, in part due to this belief of the memory and past life. Like it's, it seems like it would, it seems like you're not someone who is just going to take, you know, people saying, Oh, this is crazy or this is false to heart or let it affect you. Uh, but it also seems like you're just really open-minded you know, about the whole experience, um, which I, I just think makes makes it difficult for people to sit here, listen to this and think like, this is a crazy person. Like, this is obviously not a crazy person that we're talking to. <laughs> well, thank you. That makes me feel better about myself. That makes me feel like I'm not psycho. Um, also, people always ask about like, how do you feel about religion then? Mm. I also think that everyone should follow their own religion. I think it's just a little bit different for everyone. Um, I, the psyche that I had spoken to me and my friend Joey had gotten read and she was basically telling him that, um, that it's okay that he switched from his, like he was Catholic and then switched to Quakerism, which I don't know much about. Um, unfortunately, but she was like, it's okay that you did that. Like every religion has spiritualism behind it and you shouldn't have to worry about it. Like mm -hmm. everything is sub not like everything. Every religion has its own version is basically what she was saying to us. And I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And I think that goes along the lines of, you know, faith is faith or spirituality can be spirituality not even if it doesn't mean one particular you know institution of of religion right i just feel like it's it's would be disrespectful to be like oh your religion has a specific belief well no you're wrong because my religion like i just think that's rude so like if someone was like i don't believe you because of what my religion says i'd be like that's okay like it's understandable you mm -hmm. follow a specific one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, like Greg said, we appreciate you coming on the show and, and uh, you know, sharing the story. I think it's super interesting. Um, not really something that I spend a lot of time thinking about. So I think that, you know, how they say no thought is an original thought. So I'm sure there's other people out there who, you know, don't really spend too much time in this sort of area, like thinking about these types of things. Or it is interesting to hear from someone who is fully convinced, like, I have memories from a past life. They're so vivid. They're different than dreams. Um, and I, I'm just one of, I'm just one of those people that just thinks that like, you know, if there's multiple people who have this, like, why would everyone just like make this up? Or like, why would everyone just be full of shit? Like for what reason? Like, it's not like, you know, there's like a crazy amount of money that comes along. If you like convince enough people that you've done, like, I don't know. It's, right, I just feel right. like, there's no real reason to be making these things up and feel so strongly about these things. So I think it is interesting and, and definitely a possibility to think about. But again, we appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your story. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, no, really, uh, really cool, interesting conversation. So we appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. All right, have a All good right. one. See you. Thank you, you too. there something that you feel is stopping you from achieving your goals or interfering with your happiness if so you should look into better help that's better help h-e-l-p and they'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist so that you can start communicating within just 48 hours BetterHelp isn't a crisis line or a self-help line. It's professional counseling that's done securely online, so no more awkward waiting rooms. You simply schedule your weekly video or phone sessions, and not to mention it's much more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is offered. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today through professional licensed counseling. And this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Other People's Lives listeners will get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash OPL. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash OPL for 10% off your first month. Brushing your teeth is something that you do every day, or at least you should be doing it every day. So you might as well be doing it with the smartest electric brush around, and that's Quip, a smart brush for adults and kids that helps create good habits and gives you perks like free products and gift cards just for brushing your teeth. Over 5 million people, including myself, use Quip for a reason, and we save hundreds of dollars doing it compared to other Bluetooth brushes. I love its sonic vibrations and the two-minute timer that makes sure I get an amazing clean every time without brushing too hard or for too long or too short. Plus, it looks great. It's lightweight, slim, and completely wireless. You don't even need a charger with it since it runs on uh, batteries, which is super simple, easy to bring when you travel or go anywhere. And you can also connect to the Quip app to win daily points and challenges that you can redeem for rewards. So gift cards and a bunch of perks, discounts, free products that you can get literally just for brushing your teeth. And start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today by going to getquip.com slash OPL right now to save $10 on Quip Smart Electric Toothbrush. That's $10 off a Smart Electric Toothbrush at getquip.com slash OPL. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash O-P-L. Quip, the good habits company. All right. Well, uh, how are you feeling? Uh, I actually remembered something. I remembered something. From a not, past uh, life? <laughs> no, no, no. Say. That was a weird way to start it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just remembered my yeah. other family. No. What? Uh but funny enough, so I will say my wife and my dad, my wife has always said she feels like a really special connection with my dad. And I think my dad's even said it separately. And there's this woman that I think my mom knows. She's like, she's an intuitive or a medical intuitive. I forget what the exact name is. And Like a medium? She doesn't identify as that. Without the stigma? I guess. But all I know is like sometimes I think you can schedule calls with her, but sometimes she'll just like call you or say we have to talk and she like has something. 
and sometimes she'll charge you or sometimes she won't charge. It's just like she has to get things out. Uh, but anyway, once my dad was speaking with her and she said that he knew my wife in a past life and that her name, Brittany is her name now, that she used to be Tess or Tessie or something. And I don't know if they were like blood related in a past life or something, but she just told this whole story about how they lived this entire past life together. So that's all I have to say. But it was, it like triggered that memory. Like, oh yeah, I forgot that. What? That happened. Yeah. Dude, I don't right? know anyone with any cool like past life stories, honestly. It's always like when someone, you know, they crumble up a piece of paper and, and they shoot it into a, a fucking recyclable bin and they're just like, I could have been a basketball player in my past life. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I hear. Like, I never hear anyone being like, no, I have a legit memory of like this and that. Like, the only, the closest thing I have to that is like remembering things from like fucking when I was like four, but like a little bit. Yeah. Of like my actual life that I remember, like some something pointless, but like that's pretty yeah. much it. But there is no cool memories. I don't think I ever said anything weird when I was like three either. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that that's like kind of creepy? Maybe this though, is my right? first life. Oh, a newbie, a baby. Welcome, welcome to the world, welcome to the universe. You don't have any either. It could be your first life too. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. True, we're life virgins. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, look, I'm not. I have nothing to decipher here. I have nothing about religion or the afterlife. I think what's interesting to me and what makes this episode interesting is I just, I love to hear people with such conviction and belief. And like for me, where it's so much just living in the unknown and, and like you said, like I don't think about it too often, but you know, the, everything, everything we talked about today, it, it, it can never exactly be proven. It can never exactly be disproven. And that's what makes the conversation so interesting. Yeah. Like we will never know. And it's probably better as a society that we never do know, uh, or else there'd probably be no order. It'd be like Grand Theft Auto. But, yeah, for real. Uh, but it is interesting when you speak to people who are, you know, so, are so certain and, and it kind of has shaped their life and, and they believe it. And, uh, you know, just not, not every day you have a conversation like that. I also, I also think like going back to what I was saying before, like, I also think it's for people who are like, this is bullshit. Like it's obvious. It's a dream. It's like, I think it is interesting. Like, I didn't know what you said, how it's common for three or four year olds to say things like this so much. So, so much so that they did a study on it and said an overwhelming majority of them are talking about how they died. Like, I find it hard to believe that that is like coincidence. Like, I mm-hmm. think there has to be something there. Maybe it's not exactly what they're talking about, like an actual past life. I and mean, there were, but there's something there. Like clearly there's a common denominator. It's, this keeps happening. Exactly. And that's, that's it's not nothing. It's, it's not nothing. Yeah. It's the easy way out is this person's crazy. This person's a liar. This person is bullshit because I don't believe that. And I don't, and there are too many instances and cases. Is it, like some crazy phenomena of of the mind like yeah maybe and do i think people who believe this are lying intentionally like you said there's no prize this isn't like a game show prove your past life like these people do believe this if whether it's past lives or some higher power or whatever it may be or it's just the ultimate like power and and mystery of our minds like that we don't even understand you know our own conscious necessarily like it it's just it's a it's not 
just people sitting around lying and right, it makes right. it that's what makes it interesting you know no matter what and again the fact that like we'll never get the answers to these things uh, but it makes for a really interesting conversation makes for a good episode of other people's lives available on itunes and spotify <laughs> and youtube <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it was cool and definitely a, a conversation starter. You know, I want to see the comments and see where people's mm-hmm. heads are at with this episode. Um, but yeah, so thank you for anyone out there. And like I said earlier, if you want to be a part of the show, don't hesitate to reach out to us, go to our website, OPLshow.com, or just send us an email directly, OPLpodcast at gmail.com. Don't be shy. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at OPL podcast. And if you want to join our growing Patreon community, head over to patreon.com slash OPL show for all those bonus episodes and to get involved in our monthly charitable ventures. Yep. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time.